0: Listener. Kickpot acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulikur Woolen clan of the Boon Wurrung who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to our elders, past and present, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today.
1: Welcome to the Kickpot, your DM
0: on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, four. Hi.
1: Hello there. You know what? Today we're gonna to get straight into it. Radio! When we don't, it's not okay. But today I'm feeling speedy. Okay. No, don't worry. Everyone listening's like, what is going on? What is going on? Okay. You may have heard we are launching our first ever gym program into the Kick App. It is called Lift. I'm so
0: excited. It is only six days away, guys. Basically, what we wanted to talk about was confidence at the gym because I know. When did you first get a gym membership? I was in, I might have been eight,
1: between 18 and 19. Okay. I can't actually remember. I think I was 18. I think it was, I had it in year 12, I think.
0: Yeah, I think I had it in year 12 as well because I remember going to, I went to Fitness First, Doncaster. I went out. to McLeod YMCA. <laughs> nice. Fitness First was too expensive for me. <laughs> well, it was Fitness just the one that all my friends went to and you could take a bus there, so it was just easy anyway, what I do remember from my time at Fitness First, because I was very sporty. So like throughout high school, I just, I was active during recess and lunch or I played sport most days. Um, so I didn't really think about exercising until apparently you had to think about it in a certain way. And that was really to do it, to look a certain way. And I started to think that way when I was 18. Anyway, so I joined a gym and Fitness First At Doncaster, for anyone listening that might have been there before. I don't know if it's changed. I've been there before. It is a weird layout. It's a weird layout, very scattered. And I remember very clearly so many times I would go there. And I always had an interest in strength training, but I didn't really know where to begin. And that particular fitness first, the strength area is like downstairs. Over to the left and you have to go down this kind of like narrow corridorish bit and then turn into it. So like you can't see if anyone's in the area until you've actually turned the corner and like it is amazing. Yeah. And
1: for anyone listening, our international listeners, mm. fitness first is like the premium, I would say, gym franchise in yeah. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Not, it's not, uh, it's, premium, not premium. it's like if you're in no. America, it's like Equinox vibes. No, it's, it's not. It's like Equinox I'm vibes. gonna say twenty-five to thirty dollar membership chain. a week yeah. vibes. Whereas yeah. there's other gyms that are like fifteen. Yeah. But it's Well back not... then I was paying thirteen dollars a week. But then you got a good deal. Yeah. Very good. Anyway, also, just for anyone listening, just in case you wanted
0: to imagine what <laughs> what what the feeling was of the gym, it was like that. And so I remember making my way down to the strength area. And I stepped into the area and it was completely filled with men, no women in sight, and they all just like stopped mid-rep and just like looked at me like I was a deer. And then I was genuinely a deer in headlights. Like I was like... What am I doing here? And because I didn't know what I was actually going to do when I got to that area, what did I do? I turned around, (laughs) walked back upstairs and got on the treadmill Mm. and just like walked on the treadmill. And most of my gym sessions were me walking on the treadmill and then doing like five minutes of abs because that's all I really knew how to do. Right. Which is why we were so excited in the first place years ago to have kick because I feel like if I had kick and a lot of my friends, if a lot of my friends had kick growing up and a lot of my friends who didn't like doing sport in front of the boys, cause we went to a co-ed school and um, they often like would say they had their periods So they got out of it. I feel like they would have really loved kick because it's something to follow. You you know you're being guided. Anyway, I didn't have that, and you can use it. At, at, and you yeah, can use it at the gym because it's got it doesn't have gym up. I mean, oven oven till week. Free we weights. had free weights, yes. not The actual like leg press machine. No, and not many people I knew in high school like had a lot of those things at home. But anyway, so it would have been something. A to leg follow. press? No <laughs> <laughs> kettlebell. Sorry, kettlebell. <laughs> I, I didn't have a kettlebell at home. Imagine you like I did. I. <laughs> Well, anyway, so the point is, is having something to follow really, really helps when it comes to confidence in the gym. And I still, to this day, until training with Danny over the years and everything like that, was still, even though I am obsessed with training and love it and I I love feeling strong, the Gym equipment that is fixed. So we're talking the leg press um, and all of those machines. That still is intimidating. What's
1: it called? The the big... The barbell. The
0: barbell. It's not fixed per se. No. So like in that area, in the strength area. Yeah. They're still intimidating until you know how to use them or what to do. And even when I knew how to use them, I was still kind of like, how many reps do I do? Like, in how many sets? Because it's a heavier weight. Like, you gotta consider these things. So, we are really excited about Lyft because we're hoping that it'll help you with the confidence. But I wonder, Laws, have you had any experiences like that? Like, because honestly, for years, I did not have the confidence to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. However, I would push through and just do it. But I just found like a corner and I I really struggled for so long to actually feel comfortable in going there and like not really worrying about what other people thought.
1: Oh, 100%. The strength area, is it's like there's this, I feel like. This it's not a wall. Mm. Well, unless you're at Donghae Fitness <laughs> yes, <and> it is <laughs> because is. it's a maze. But in normal gyms, it's there's you no general. you just yeah. walk straight in. But yeah. it, there is a forbidden wall. <laughs> it's like a invis not forbidden invisible yeah. <laughs> invisible wall that I feel like, and even to this day, mm. we run. A health and wellness app. Yeah. We've built some cred yeah. in the gym space. Yeah. You may be able to say. Yeah. I still feel like I can't really walk in there unless I'm the first one. Yeah. If I'm the first and one, then set I'm, I'm set up. It's okay. <laughs> and I know how to use a lot of the machines, right? However, yeah. what I don't know and what I'm so excited about is to be guided, guided through going yeah. here to here. And it's almost like what I'm excited with the app because I feel like unless yeah, I can't to walk in there, I feel like you have to have... Or You feel like Mm. you have to know exactly where you're going, exactly what you're going to do. And if you don't, it it feels like this unwritten rule that you can't like hover around that area or people will look at you. So I'm excited because I'm going to have – I feel like the app will will be this, it sounds so ridiculous, but this almost like confidence thing I can hold in my hand yeah. that will enable me to walk around that area and break through that yeah. invisible wall, right? Because you've got someone else telling you what to do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Exactly right. But then I think my gym, and it's not strength area confidence per se, mm. But my gym story of confidence is when I fell off the treadmill <laughs> and for anyone listening, if you have fallen off a treadmill, yeah. you know, it is the most fucking humiliating thing you could do in your life. I don't think in my clumsy life, yeah. if there's any other type of fall I could do, that is worse than falling off the treadmill.
0: Yeah. Like, well, I mean, there was a time that you were running and you ran into a branch on the side of the road. Yeah, but no one was around. You fully you really cut your head if, open and were pulling you Yeah, but no one saw, right? <laughs> they just saw me with true, the blood. True, 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 true.
1: The actual, f- the actual moment yeah. of you falling off. So when I fell off the treadmill at McLeod YMCA. Well, it was just gone flying. Well- I, you don't actually go flying as
0: much as you think you Wait, did would. your head like, because I've seen videos where people's treadmills, like they have something. D- if you have a treadmill at home, make sure there's space behind your treadmill. I that is like this one it. thing, right? No spiky things. I see so many videos where their treadmill is up against the wall. <gasps> they'll trip hey! and fall. Yeah, they'll trip and fall. And then like they're stuck against <laughs> the wall and their face and hands are just like on the treadmill. And I'm laughing, but that would be. No, that's really dangerous. So and bad. So really
1: like at a gym. You actually, there's when I did yeah, my yeah. PT course. That was something that I learned. Yeah, that you, that you actually need to, to have. I don't, can't remember the exact amount, but it's like to say two metres yeah. behind your treadmill space yes. for that reason. So <laughs> if you have got a treadmill at home, please, even though you Take might have be trained as a PT, make sure you look at yeah. the regulations of setting up a treadmill. But the way I fell off, I think it was on about speed 12.5. So I wasn't, you know, on 20. I, I was going to say, say you think think run so fast. Like I don't want to put this out there, but I, I have a feeling if something happened, if I pass away early in life, it'll be from falling off the treadmill on well, speed 20. at least 20. you'll die something you love. <laughs> But can we not? Why did I put it out there? I don't know. No, touch wood, it's not going to happen because I said I'm not going to pass away early. Right, I'm going to stay here for a long, long time. But I often think when now, when I'm on pace 20, if I fly off right now, that is, that's a that I will fly. But 12.5, I'm running. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm 18, I think 19. I don't know. Yeah, I'm running on this treadmill. It's yeah. a Sunday afternoon, so the gym wasn't very, very busy. Yeah, and I then fell. I you know what I did I stepped on so you've obviously got on a treadmill the middle bit which is like the the tread the tread and then on the sides is the hard bits yeah the side of the treadmill yeah. I accidentally stepped on the the where the tread yeah. part connects Meets, with the side yeah. tripped obviously that really wasn't good and then I went straight I actually fell forward I don't know how because I scraped my face and my knee on yeah, the because treadmill because you would have fallen and then your feet would have gone down and your So face my would have body gone down. like ran yeah. basically yeah. in my face Anyway, very I I, um I broke through my leggings. That's which is quite I wouldn't think a treadmill can do that, but it can. Blood through the leggings, hole in my leggings, um felt scratch on my face, and I was it hurt so much, but truly the pain was zero compared to the embarrassment that I felt. The embarrassment in a busy dream of falling off the like honestly, I didn't go back there for a while. Yeah. But you did go back there. I did. I did. You still run on the treadmill? Yeah, I don't go there anymore though. So I wonder if it's still in my <laughs> in my head. But I yeah, it was one of those things you gotta get back on the horse, but it was tough. And it actually took me a long time to rebuild my confidence in not yeah. feeling like I was gonna fall off. Yeah. But that is honestly so you know what? That's what I channel. When I want to walk into this strength area with yeah. the invisible wall, with the gym bros, there's yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them around the gym, right? I think to myself, I have fallen off a treadmill. Yeah. I can go into yeah. the weights room. Yeah, you Cause can. Nothing could be more, and it shouldn't be embarrassing, right? You can. Shouldn't be. No, nah. but. I can't, nothing could be worse than falling off the treadmill. Well, that's, well, I'm sure
0: there's probably worse things you could do. Everyone be very careful when they're doing the uh, weights and stuff like that.
1: Oh, you're like, no, don't. Let's not put that out there either.
0: But what I was about to say is uh, that's good to know that that's something that you have in your head because I think something that helps me when I go in, especially when I haven't got Danny and I'm doing just a session by myself is something that he's written me or now it'll be this program, um, is I remind myself that everyone around me, whilst they might look super confident and like they're getting it done and they just queens and kings and just look amazing, like just doing their reps and super confident, putting another another weight plate on like it's a feather, you know. I remind myself that it was their first time once in the gym as well. They always, they started off somewhere too. And that's just what I like to have in my mind because I feel like unless they're not a nice person, because obviously they exist in the world too. Mm-hmm. People will be patient, and also they're not looking at you. They're just so they're true. concentrating on their reps. They've got to count their own reps and sets and get through their thing that they're there for. It,
1: it, that is so true. And when do you ever get home and and someone asks you at home how was the gym and you say oh there was someone in the weights room that um didn't like you don't even we, or we we're just worried about what it's yeah. funny we worry about what other people are doing. Oh, They've I didn't hit my PB today. What they were doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So yeah. thank you for that wisdom. <laughs> But anyway, we just basically, we just hope that everyone going, if you are taking Lyft, our new gym program, into the gym and it's your first time using these pieces of gym equipment, just go in knowing it was everyone's first time at one point and take your time with it and hopefully the program uh, will support you in finding that confidence.
1: And if you need to, close your eyes and imagine me falling off the treadmill and think, can't be that embarrassing. (laughs) In I go.
0: (laughs) Okay, recently on the podcast, we spoke about a certain sex position that we're not really fans of, and this is what we said. The position of 69, why does no one talk about
1: how shit this is? If you are wanting to climax from that position, yeah. you need to, well, I need to focus. Yeah. I cannot focus yeah. when I'm doing something else no, at the same I time. And every single time, once one person starts to focus, they stop yep.
0: contributing. Yeah, And then you're like, cool. And I feel like also <laughs> the view of a man's gooch <laughs> is not... <laughs> It's not something that turns me on. Is Josh is in the bottom or the? Well, either or, your nose and eyeballs are heading towards their asshole and balls. (laughs) And I just, I, I think one of my favorite parts about sharing this segment, particularly, was the commentary that came afterwards. Because, I mean, we're not alone, laws. We're not alone.
1: (laughs) We also, some people love love And That's that's what I, I was kind of like. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? And I have to say too, I did, I don't, you guys wouldn't have even seen them. I was on creepy comment deletions.
0: Comment delete. Oh, We got a right. few
1: from very older men explaining oh, yeah. like how it should be done. And oh, I was no. like, no one needs this. I no. know we opened ourselves up to that, but, but no. I was like, no one needs to read that. So they were, oh, they were deleted you. very quickly. <laughs> However, can I say my favorite, my favorite comment? I mean, it was everyone's favorite. It had 470 mm. likes, this comment from oh, Taylor. I- <laughs> This is so good. If it's being done right, you can't concentrate and it just sits in your mouth like a thermometer.
0: (laughs) 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 It was so good. But, yeah, I mean, as you said, there were some people who said that it was actually a a good time for them. Jaden Creech King said, but it's like Christmas. You're giving and receiving. What a merry time. (laughs) But what, are
1: we are we in a rush? Like why do we have to do both at once? You can give and receive while
0: you're having sex. Not at the same time. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Alex Nation said, I feel seen, the worst position. Glad you're on the same <laughs> <laughs> Producer Mandy. Oh yeah. <laughs> about this comment. This was actually classic. Can you read out what you said? It needs I, to be in your voice. I said, imagine going for a massage and the masseuse is like, cool, but
1: you need to give me a foot massage at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Yes, that's exactly right. And this one, so is beat. too many cooks in the kitchen. Exactly. Yeah, sure. We don't need to cook
0: dinner at the same time. Oh, what about this one? This is from Beth. She says, oh, my God, this week's episode is fire. Overrated positions. Number one, 69, agree. We'll last 30 seconds max until we're both like, fuck this. No one actually is having a good time here. Number two, shower sex. Two wets make it dry is my partner's catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, standing up sex. No matter what, you're never the right heights and it just won't work. Oh, sorry. That is so It really does matter on your height.
1: Your height yeah. is the Huge. main factor with standing up sex, and I would love to know what the percentage of couples are that yeah. fit into that perfect height. Yeah,
0: what category? Yeah, it would be small. It would be small. Well, it's, it doesn't really work for us. I can tell you that right now. Being the same height, I just it feel does like a gangly, it lanky so thing. W- how, so, should one partner be sh- smaller?
1: They uh, have yes. To yes,
0: I would say so. Same height. It does not like, work. I don't know. You hold better. I feel like two long things or two of the same length. How's that like going <laughs> to work? <laughs> I feel like two. Obviously, like, it really
1: depends how inventive, you know, you want to be. That's true. But with the standing up, all mm. I think of as well is, like, if you, like, one of you is, like, picked up mm. and the other one is standing and you're just, like...
0: You're but like, also, why are we, we making this so hard
1: for? And you're like, yeah. ten, like trying to like hold on and like also like it worked out in, yeah. But I, I am like, why? Yes. Again, you have to focus on Let's like not falling over. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I just, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, if anyone's having that kind of sexy scene in the movies where you're bashing into the walls, I mean, good on y- go off. Because that, like I just don't. On know. the
1: best scene, one of the best scenes, on Magic Mike. Oh, um, yeah. The, no. the, have you watched it, I yet? Watched oh, it yet? I haven't watched it yet. are you going to say Notebook. You need to treat yourself to that. I know, it's I fantastic. do. It's fantastic. Okay. The last dance, the most yes. recent one, there's a, is a, it is a sex scene. Yes. Yeah. And the, obviously, he's magic. Right? Yeah. He's setting unrealistic expectations really because is. his strength to make any position work, it's very impressive,
0: but that is not the reality. Yeah. And also he's a dancer, so I feel like his moves in any way will just yep. look smooth. That, yeah. You it's know? not like,
1: uh, uh, uh. <laughs>
0: Okay, last one from Beth. Sex on the beach. Sand in your hooch hurts. No one needs an exfoliated vagina. It's also illegal. Like,
1: we need to, you know, it's like all the movies, oh, let's go have sex on the beach. It's You actually, like, all I think of is like a police officer with a (laughs) torch. Like, all I think of is schoolies. I went to schoolies on the Gold Coast. There's a very long flat beach. No! Oh, God. No! (laughs) No. I actually... I don't, I hadn't had sex by the time I went to school. I hadn't experienced it yet. Anyway. Anyway. How did I not know that? Wait, have we we spoken about losing it? Yeah, we have.
0: We did. Yeah, I was 18, but
1: I was 17 on school. Yeah, I was, I'm a December baby. the start of, which you know, the start of. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had not. So I had not had sex. Okay. However, there were a lot of people having sex on the beach yes, I, on schoolies, yeah. and so many of them had to get arrested. And it's just like <laughs> had to get arrested. <laughs> well, they didn't have the police got them. They got them because you just they went along with the torch, and they just found. And it was just like, why? Yeah. And oh, I get okay. it, maybe because you're bunking with 18 people in the same room on the glue, so it's just not. <laughs> but it's just, I, you, you don't want say It's like when no. people work out and they shoot workout videos on the beach. I'm like, what? Yeah. are you doing? No one's ever. No one, do one this. is working out on the beach. No. First of all, bad for you. It's like on a an angle, yeah. Usually the sand. Yeah, it's soft. It's
0: not. It's not good. sandy. You get there's sweaty, things to do on sticky. the beach and there's Gross. things not to do. All right, we have another one from Chloe. This is a bit of a story here, so. Hi, Steph, Laura and Mandy. I have a story for both the car sex and 69. (laughs) The first is that when I was about 17, I was going out with a slightly older guy who had a car. Sounds familiar. We worked together in the same hospitality job. So after work, he would give me a ride to where my mum would pick me up. I would lie to my mum and say, ah, you pick me up at 10, but would actually arrive at the spot an hour earlier so that we could hook up in his car. My mum must have caught on because one day we were in the back seat hooking up with my top off. She knocked on the window... (gasps) We made direct eye contact. I was absolutely mortified. The second story is with my current partner. He seems to really like the 69 sex position. Same with Josh. While I absolutely hate it, one time he accidentally farted in my face. Oh. What? Jumped up straight away while he pretended like nothing had happened. So we both just pretended nothing happened. While I suggested a position that would place me as far away from his butt as possible, (laughs) I have since avoided the position at all costs. Fair enough. Oh, that makes me feel a bit sick. Yeah,
1: that would that That I would have said something and said this is why I'm never doing this this again. First, first,
0: first,
1: first. What is it Queen time for? for share?
0: Share? What is it time for? Special share. share. Queen Stephanie, you're up. <laughs> your first. I love that. You're right it. Okay, well, my special share today is your episode on the imperfects, which will be out. In a few days, technically, when we're recording right now, except we know that by the time this is live, it'll be out for the listeners. You haven't even listened to it. But I know it's going to be good. I listen to every single one of your podcasts. Uh, We always love the Imperfects. And I just know, because I talked to you right after your chat with them, that this is going to be an amazing episode. Oh, thanks. But uh, but first, I have to say um, to everyone listening, Law's Thought, because you recorded this a little bit ago.
1: I recorded it in... March. Yep. So it's been a few months. And everyone's different with how they organise Release their episodes. episodes and stuff like that. We we record quite close to when things come out. Yes. However, everyone is different. Yep. And I'm only... Steph asked permission to read this before. Yes, she's allowing me and to read I this out. And I wanted to bring this up because I think it's very important to speak about
0: it. Yes. So Lawsy here sent me a screenshot of a chat between her and the producer. Bridget, Yes. And Bridget had said, hi, Laura. Basically, hi. It's Bridget for the Imperfects, just letting you know that your episode's coming out Monday. So Laws then sent me the screenshot and said, they aren't cancelling it, (laughs) crying face, love heart. And I was like, have I missed something? Like, I thought maybe there was a chat in the office maybe where like someone was like, oh, they're going to have to cancel it. And I completely missed the conversation because I was like, why in the F would they be cancelling it? Like, I don't understand. And then she said, because they hadn't run it for so long, so I had 100% convinced myself that they didn't think it was good enough and that they thought it was basic and so shit that they were going to message me and say that they can't run it. So, I actually had on my list this week to call Hugh so I could make it easier for them to cancel. <laughs> Mandy's dying outside. <laughs> Dude, Dude, That is... Laws! That, that's here! <laughs> and 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 not only that, but like even your message back to Bridge, so freaking adorable. But there's about 10 exclamation points. <laughs> I love that. Thank you so so much. I'm so excited. Absolutely. Thanks so much again. Truly such an honor. Laws, that is beautiful. But well, the honor crying. is all I, theirs. I, like no, I think they I are wanted,
1: lucky to have you. I wanted to let, and I want to separate this from the, this podcast as in like from <laughs> from this particular example but i i wanted to share this because i think it is so important to speak about like the demons yeah. that we get in our heads self doubt and the monster that we can build in our head our own narrative where we fully convince ourselves of like another narrative and reality that actually doesn't exist and that's obviously like anxiety thoughts right mm-hmm. yeah But I just, like I truly, I I 100% like on my list was to call you because when you want, like when you're so excited about something like the Imperfect is one of my favorite podcasts in the whole world. I think they have the most incredible conversations. And so to be on that podcast was such an honor for me. Mm. And because it was such a big, like honestly, like a dream for me to go on that podcast. I got in my head that it was like, well, I'm actually, who, who am I to think that I was even good enough for that? Right. Of course, I wasn't good enough for that.
0: You created that narrative before you even went on the episode. <laughs> I did. I did, did. Right. I did. You and I went said, in with you. I don't have to come on this. Yeah. Don't exactly right. But I, I just, I think it's just so important
1: to yeah. really, really focus on. Like, I wanted to share it because I know a lot of people will look at my life and, like, our success with Kick and everything and think. Oh, they would never have self-doubt. I know we speak about it a lot, but we all have demons. Yeah. And like, I truly had fully convinced myself that I it was canceled and I wanted to make the
0: conversation less like that's where I was
1: at less uncomfortable for Hugh
0: yeah and you I think what you were also doing was like which again is anxiety but you're protecting yourself for the worst to yes. happen because you were so excited yes. about it you're like if it doesn't go ahead I need to feel like I knew that that was going to happen and that way it won't be as bad when that happens exactly right and yeah. I went straight to the thing like oh my god I told so many people
1: I was going to be on it because I was so excited and now I'm so mortified that I told them because I'm gonna have to share this rejection with them and the rejection hadn't. Yeah. existed. Yeah. And it's just, we get in our own heads and we're our worst enemies. And what I've also done, which is not helpful sometimes to me when something like this triggers and it's not, I, I also want to say just it's nothing to do with you or the team or anything, right? It's nothing to do with that. And I don't think that was actually the trigger. I think there's some other things that have been going on that have really played into this narrative in my head. And that narrative of I'm not good enough. I just can't do it. I need to quit. I need to give up has been kind of trickled through quite a lot of things that I've been doing yep. over the past kind of few months mentally. And it's really tough to get out of. Yeah. It's anyway. And I just I just wanted to share that because I never want to put across this kind of perception that it's like we've, you know, I've got it all sorted and I feel confident all the time because I am battling
0: some fucking demons in my head mm. right now. But I just wanted to talk about them. Yeah. And it's normal. It is good. But you've got to you overcome them. You do. And you sometimes you need to voice them to your friends so that they can pull you back to reality. Because even when I read it to Josh, he was like, what the fuck? (laughs) He was like, fuck, they were lucky to have it.
1: (laughs) And and actually, I I did write something last night about this, because not about this in particular, but just the thoughts. that I. Maybe I'll read it now. So there's actually a quote from Ted Lasso that I have come back to, Mm. and it is, taking on a challenge is a lot like riding a horse, isn't it? If you're comfortable while you're doing it, you're probably doing it wrong. So this quote for me is very important because when we think we are going to fail or when things are hard, not even when they're harder, when we're challenged, that is when we so often default to, okay, I'm not good enough. I can't do it. Mm. I'm going to stop. But the actual definition of taking on a challenge is is being uncomfortable. And so if you're, I want to challenge myself, like that's something that is very important to me Mm. in my growth as a human. And so I have had to really lean into this quote and think I need, I need to remember this because Mm -hmm. this means that I don't give up when I'm uncomfortable. And we, this week, we had something that we did and it didn't go as we would have wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. And we were both really, really, really hard on ourselves after it. And it was actually a 36 hour period. So the first two hours, I was like, that's it. I can't do this. I don't know how to do this. I can't believe that I couldn't get my part to where it needed to be. I've worked so long on this and it still sucks. Like I have put a hundred, I think that's the hardest thing. When you put put 110% into something and you get out and you don't get it right, it's very confronting, right? However, had a day to dwell in our, I'm not going to say we had a pity party, but you do. You go into that self-doubt. That's fine. Hollow. We got out of it. And then what we were able to do is because we go into that mindset, it's impossible. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. But then taking away the pressure and expectation that it's meant to be easy is the most freeing thing in the whole world because we were then able to get to a place like this isn't going to be easy. How can we strip this back and not start again? Mm -hmm. But. Start in the middle and go from there. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that if you sit in this pit of self-doubt yeah. because you will never enable yourself and free your thoughts to get to where you have to get to. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Love it. So listen to Laura's episode on the <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, my special share was that quote. So. Love it. <laughs> it's, it is. Love it. I think I think I need to watch Ted Lasso from the start again because I think it's, it's such so a I'm of... still in the middle of the last season. Oh, ah, yeah, the last season. Oh, it got a bit better. Yeah, I'm you're about to get it. to the better part. You're about better. to get to the better part. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank, thank you, you. you for bringing that up. You're welcome. <laughs> love you. <laughs> love you. <laughs> and love everyone listening to. Yes, you. Yes, <laughs> thank you for thank your you. support of the podcast. Thank you for enabling us to have these conversations and feeling so safe. I I, I really I feel so grateful because I feel. It's so special to be able to come on this microphone and feel safe opening up about something that I feel very vulnerable and uncomfortable about that I, I suppose when you're you're thinking about in your head, if you're failing, the last thing you want is for everyone to know, know about it. Yeah. But thank you for letting me feel safe to do that.
0: <laughs> we will be back in your ears on wednesday if you would like to be involved with the podcast we would love you to at KickPod on instagram we often jump on there and do some polls and stuff as well so we would love you to chuck us a follow and if Did you, you, you do want to find that? what
1: did, Did you, you burp? No, my I made a frog noise. Did you? You would have heard that, when I was <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It was weird. Okay.
0: Sorry, Jonathan. <laughs> it's okay. We want to keep it in there, kind yeah, of. Yeah, no, staying in. I'm yeah. not editing it's this sweet. out. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, and then, if you want to find out more about Kick or sign up to Kick Even and try our new program that's launching in six days, lift our website is kickapp.com or you can find us on the Apple or Google Play Store. And we have a seven day free trial, so we would love you guys to check it out. Uh, we are laura.henshaw on Instagram, Steph Cliss. and we're also all on TikTok. Bye. Bye.